it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Why am I sitting behind this microphone for three hours talking about the current economic condition when the Biden administration, every one of their mouthpieces, have just decided it's not a recession? I mean, if you look at the messaging we've been getting lately, and it's been for a couple of years, a riot is not a riot except on January 6th. A woman is undefinable. Now, all of a sudden, there's a war on women again. People crossing the border by the millions is not an invasion. A riot at the Capitol is now an insurrection. So it's just words have no meaning but but for narratives created by the Democrats and the media. Why are we bothering? This is not a recession. It's not a recession by by its, whoa, wait, wait. By its definition, it is, but we just don't recognize the definition anymore. So everything's fine. And if you listen in to the nuances, Brian Deese has actually come out and said that this is, well, this is necessary for the transition. Now, I don't understand understand this. Maybe somebody can make, look, I get it. I wear a camo hat. I drive a pickup truck. If you've seen pictures of me on Twitter from the past weekend, I do what might be considered redneck stuff. Right? You might you might say that. I mean, yeah, I live in New Jersey, but where I live in New Jersey, you know, is a little bit more Poconosy, a little Pennsylvania, if you will. Got my little boat. I feel like an everyman king when I'm sitting there smoking a cigar. I'm not a highfalutin, high-flying, jet-setting, over-educated leftist. So maybe somebody can explain this to us. Two quarters of negative growth is what? But on one side, the Biden administration went with the Putin price hike, Putin price hike, Putin price hike. Now they're saying this is absolutely necessary for the transition. The transition to what? Well, green energy. How long is this transition going to take? They keep saying in the coming months. In the coming months. Uh, is Are we going to have this switch to green energy in the coming months? Are we going to have wind and solar ready to power our modern economy in our major metropolitan cities and the manufacturing they say they want to onshore, you know, they want to make semiconductors in the United States, are in the coming months... Are we going to have this green energy revolution? And we're all going to go, wow, my bad for thinking things were going in the wrong direction. If getting us off the the oil, the fossil fuels is, is necessary, why are we begging the Saudis? Why are we begging the Saudis? This would be like if you had a pantry full of food and you're like, we can't eat this stuff. Let's just throw it all out. Okay, now everybody's hungry. Well, uh, go down to the food bank and ask for some food. Well, we had food. We had food. Now we're at the food bank. Now, essentially, as energy is concerned, we are at the food bank as a nation. Did you see that heartbreaking video, by the way, from Loudoun County, Virginia, where they ran out of food in 90 minutes at a food bank? 90 minutes. Loudoun County, not a poor place in America. Now, I don't know if a few people might have just thought, hey, it's free groceries, what the hell? And there might be an element to that. But we are now at the food bank. We are now begging 
the world for energy. Begging. And by the way, you saw that Putin just cut exports to Germany by 60%. Think there was someone named Donald Trump who warned you about that in 2018, but you know, you weren't allowed to talk back to German Hillary that way. I'm going to skip ahead of Biden. I want to skip right I want to skip right to the chase here. Here is Brian Deese on MSNBC saying this is necessary. Cut 3. When we look at recession, we leave the technical definition to the NBER. What we're looking at is do we have a labor market where people can get better jobs with higher wages? Are consumers continuing to spend and are businesses and households continuing to invest? Across all of those scores, we're seeing resilience. We are seeing a slowing. Uh, that is not only expected, but necessary as we operate through this transition. So that's where our, our focus is in terms of diagnosing the economy. But equally important is prescribing. We need to do more to lower prices for people right now energy, prescription drugs, other areas, we can make a lot of progress right now. The more progress we make, the more likely it is that we can make this transition, as I said, without giving up all of these economic gains we've made. What economic gains? If you claim people are getting paid more, but the cost of living is going up and beyond what they're earning, that's not a gain. Walmart is warning that their profits are going to be lower. Now, you would think in this time that where people feel like their wages are not keeping pace with inflation, they'd be shifting their habits to discounters. Well, if the discounters are saying even we're feeling it, that's not a recession, right? Headline New York Times, more signs emerge that inflation is altering shopping habits. A day after Walmart warned investors that its profits would shrink as rising prices forced shoppers to make fewer purchases at its stores, Unilever, the consumer goods giant whose products line retailer shelves, reinforced that message. On Tuesday, the maker of Dove, so Dove Soap, Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream, and Hellman's Mayonnaise said it raised prices until they were 11% higher than in the same quarter last year, offsetting a 2% decline in the volume of things that consumers bought. It was the fourth consecutive quarter in which prices outpaced the volume of growth at the company. Unilever raised its forecast for revenue this year, but said its profits would likely be at the bottom of an expected range. The company said its cost, driven by an increase in the price of plastics, palm oil, aluminum, and other commodities, would rise by $4.6 billion this year, uh, more than uh, three times it cost last year. Passing on higher prices to shoppers has led some to buy less or trade down to cheaper store brands. Unilever's results suggest a trend also seen in Walmart's recent financial reports to keep its higher-priced brands in consumers' minds. Unilever said it added a $200 million, uh, $200 million to its marketing budget in the first half of the year, another factor that's put a dent in its profits. I don't mind telling you. I consider myself a thrifty guy. Got a Dollar General near me. TJ Maxx outlets, you know, Marshalls, TJ Maxx, Burlington. I don't mind telling you that I shop there. Paper towels at Dollar General are cheaper. <laughs> I mean, they, they just they just are. Dish soap is cheaper. But I was doing that before this. I always tell my kids, my daughter's getting brand obsessed right now with her clothing. And I say, look, there's a difference between being cheap and saving money. It's okay to want to wear certain things, but don't get crazy. 
And it's hard to explain a recession to a preteen. But they're swearing up and down there's no recession. There's no recession. Walmart's telling you there's a recession. Unilever's telling you there's a recession. All these major product producers and retailers are telling you there's a recession. Brian D. says it's necessary. So in other words, this isn't the Putin price hike. They're not doing this for you. They're doing it to you. They've decided this is the track we're on, and that's it. Just freaking deal with it. Just deal with it. Wine 695 Patriot 9572874. So where's the Putin price hike? This was happening before Putin went into Ukraine. And now the the new the new line of attack or defense, I should say, is well, if you don't blame Putin for everything, it's like you're supporting Putin. That one has nothing to do with the other. They're demanding you see it their way. You're wrong. You have a perception problem. You've been listening to these right-wing radio hosts. I can tell you right now, there are a lot of people that are suffering that may have never listened to conservative-minded radio, maybe were a passerby, heard the latest outrage clip on social media, checked out a show here and again. Maybe they're listening now because... Where else are you getting the truth? You're not you're not getting the truth from the administration. And I think the media knows it. I think they know they are promoting a narrative, a political narrative. Some have come to kind of understand, right? You you see Casey Hunt at CNN saying you can't hide, I mean MSNBC, you can't hide this anymore. But they're trying desperately. And their answer now is twofold. Well, we're going to bring down the price of prescription drugs, and I don't know how they're going to do that. And John Kerry, John Kerry, the expert of all things government, says the answer to this is we have to spend even more money that we don't have, play cut six. We're making some progress. We are moving forward, but we're not making enough progress. And we're not moving forward fast enough. I mean, people are scared, partly because of what's happening with Ukraine, partly the the gas situation in Europe, particularly uh, the inflation that we've all suffered. But on the other hand, the steps we need to take to deal with the climate crisis, most of them are, in fact, anti-inflationary. They will lower the prices of energy and they will create jobs as well as provide better health and security for countries. So hopefully we can turn this around and accelerate what we promised to do in Glasgow. They're not they're not going to change. They are going this is what's going to happen. You want perfectly executed political analysis. You come to this program every day for perfectly executed political analysis. They are going to try to eke through the midterms. Even if it doesn't work it doesn't matter. Their goal is to do damage, permanent damage to the energy sector, leaving the nation nothing but what the government allows and offers, and that's the so-called green energy. When we're going to get it, they have never told us. They have never told us what the timeline is. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. See, their, their plan is first do damage. Eliminate the oil industry to the best of their abilities. Regulate it 
tax it, threaten their executives with jail time. Then we'll have no choice. Necessity is the mother of invention. We'll have no choice. And I'll bet you any amount of money, the people that are giving you this stern lecture put out more carbon in a day than you put out in a year. Does your business use the amount of electricity that a major television network uses? Lights, cameras, studio complexes, flying their correspondents and their so-called reporters around the world on private aircraft, the news trucks that go from here to there everywhere. That's necessary. That's necessary, Andrew. Does your business put out that much carbon? Your family vehicle puts out 1% of the carbon John Kerry's private jet puts out. John Kerry, Al Gore, any of these people, George Monbiot, they could all do their conferences on Zoom with the interwebs. But they want to be in these places. They want to fly in private jets. They want to stay in top-flight hotels. They want to eat the best foods available. While they are openly promoting farming restrictions, while they are openly promoting travel restrictions, while they are telling you there's going to be rationing, for you, the little people, the nobodies. But it's you. You have a perception problem. You don't understand this is about the greater good. This is about the future. This is about the big plan, the central plan, the single shining path, the great leap forward. They should start calling it. This is the great leap forward to green energy. They have not demonstrated one bit, one iota, that they could run the modern economy and your modern quality and standard of life. But see, that doesn't matter. Arguing about the quality of life for the little people is not even in the discussion with these people. As they dine on their filet mignons and rare bottles of wine and they meet amongst themselves, they're not even considering this. This is really more about how the resources should be marshaled for them and away from you. Your little bitty, itty-bitty life isn't important. You're the ant in the ant farm, and they're on the outside looking in. You're a sea monkey. That's what you are. Remember sea monkeys? We actually have a thing of sea monkeys in our office. Winetick 695 Patriot 9572874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patreon. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.